0: And welcome back to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of The Playbook. You can follow me on Twitter at Game Plan. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating, the Football Game Plan podcast. And also subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash footballgameplan. And today, continuing with our 2019 NFL Draft prospect interviews, we have Karan Ramsey, defensive back from Alabama State. Karan, I appreciate you taking time, man.
1: Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate this opportunity. Thank
0: you. Well, this is my second time seeing you in, in live action and first time talking to you because you were at the FCS Bowl and you were also at right. the Tropical Bowl. Right. How was both experiences starting with the FCS Bowl back in December? and For those who not familiar, that's a all-star game comprised of mostly FCS players and some Division II NAIA guys as well. And, Karan, you stood out in both games. But let's start with the FCS Bowl. What was your experience like and what did that give you as uh, terms of your your ability and route to which you were able to go out there and do at the Tropical Bowl?
1: So, yeah, the SES Bowl was a real good opportunity. Like, I'm grateful for that opportunity. I'm surprised, like, that it came along as well as it did. Um, I came in. Um, I had I had knew before coming in that, like, they was going to accept, like, a good 15 from the SES Bowl to get invited to the FBS Tropical Bowl. So, coming in prior to that, my mindset was already to – be the best that I could be, just do what I – like, just play how I play and come in and just keep my head down and grind. And hopefully, like, scouts will end up eventually seeing me and seeing how I could play, coming from a small school like Alabama State. So um, the FCS Bowl was a good opportunity. There was a lot of scouts there, just like the FBS Tropical Bowl. So coming in, I just played, um, competed real good, competed every day to, like, the best of my uh, – um, capability and i got invited to the fbs tropical Bowl. i was blessed to get that me and my family was ecstatic that that came through
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was a huge opportunity because outside of you know competing against you know auburn and other fbs Mm -hmm. games you guys had throughout your career this was a good opportunity for you to get out there and showcase your talent your pro level talent against guys that many out there considered to be pro-level guys because right, of the people right, right. at the FBS level. So how was that experience and what mindset oh, did you have going into that week that helped you have a stellar week once again?
1: Yeah, so my mindset coming into that week was basically like the underdog mentality. So like coming in, like, because deep down inside, I feel like I could play on that level. You feel me? So like coming into that, like the FBS game, I was just coming in, like, in my in my, in my state of mind was just – showing that I could compete at the at the next level. So like at like so when I came in, um my head like I wasn't I, I came in to I, I, my phone's stuttering. <laughs> it's all good. So yeah, um coming into the FBS Tropical Bowl, um I just came in like determined to show that I could play at that next level and compete with them. Coming like coming from an FCS school, like maybe to them they was probably like looking down on us a little bit just because fcs BS level but i wanted to come in and prove that there's some good fcs ballers out here that could compete with them at the next level
0: i always found that interesting man and is it, maybe i've never had that mentality because i know what that is like because i remember my sophomore year in college we played we had three fcs schools on our schedule i played at louisiana lafayette Okay, okay and we okay. lost all three games. We lost to Northwestern State. We lost to Sam Houston State. And then we lost uh-huh. to Jacksonville State. So I never looked at it like, oh, we should beat these guys because we're at a different level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never looked at it. Yeah. But it's interesting. When, when when guys see you, like, say, getting off the bus, you're mm-hmm. a three defensive back. Right. You have the look already. <laughs> right. So I, I, I just don't understand how that mindset for someone to say, oh, well, this is an FCS guy. But speaking of your, your frame, man, and the fact that you played safety uh but you also not in these all-star games they put you in situations where you're matched up one-on-one during oh, drills really? so you're playing a lot inside you also right. play back deep so you showed a little bit of ability to play maybe corner whether on the outside or on the yeah, side uh-huh, uh-huh. you know we see guys like trey flowers who uh, was drafted by the seattle seahawks was a starter at safety at oklahoma state and now he's a starter at corner for the uh-huh. seahawks where do you see yourself best suited to play at the next level. At which position? Corner, safety or even both?
1: Uh I feel like I'ma get transitioned into like a nickel or outside corner just because of my frame and my length. Like even though I love safety, like in college it was wonderful playing safety. Um being like six three, having long arms. Right now I'm at two ten. I gained ten pounds this month since from training. Nice. So um I feel like I'm gonna get transitioned into like the nickel, the like a little rover type nickel and like Play corner because just my frame, like my frame isn't built like an NFL safety really should be. But at the same time, my length, like while I've been talking to scouts, they love my length, like and my height to match up with the corners. And the fact that I've been guarding inside slot receivers my whole college career is not going to be really that big of a transition from coming from the inside to the outside. So that's why at the Tropical Bowl. Um, and the SCS Bowl, they started moving me a little bit to, like, try to play a little bit of corner to see how I look outside. So I feel like my best, like, I'll be able to perform best at corner or nickel, but I'm I'm going to just perform my best at wherever they put me. It could be safety, corner, or nickel. I'm going to still try and ball out 100%.
0: Now, one guy you reminded me of, man, and I, I instantly made the comp and covering the Giants and covering the <laughs> yeah, Jets a DRC. lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, DRC,
0: man. you I was like, man, this dude, reminds. especially in the latter part of his career where he was playing both corner and safety and nickel for the Giants. I was like, man, this uh-huh. dude really reminds man, me of that's DRC. that's my squad.
1: That's my favorite team. For the Giants? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Oh, there you go. So, see, it, it made sense for you. <laughs> yes. who, who would you compare your game to, and what players did you take pieces of their game and, and add it to yours?
1: So uh, I like to compare myself a little bit. to like I like to model my game after, like, DJ Swanger, his safety for the Arizona Cardinals right now. Um, I look at his tape a lot. Uh, Sean Taylor, he was my idol growing up, so I look at his tape a lot. Um, a little bit – I look into a little bit of Jalen Ramsey about how he played corner because, you know, at Florida State, he played a little bit of safety too, and then they moved into corner. So I look at his tape now because I feel like I can – transition over the corner. So I really look at DJ Swanger and Jalen Ramsey like to try and model and piece of my game after right now. Well
0: that's a good uh c- comparison you talked about Jalen Ramsey because I remember him coming out of college people had questions of whether or not he should be a corner or a safety. Mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. see him now just thriving at corner yeah. because of that length because of his ability exactly. to match so I see the same thing for you. Now having the safety experience kind of gives you a unique perspective and how you play defensive right. back, and how you cover, and how you read things. Mm-hmm. So take me through your mindset pre-snap on, let's say from the safety perspective, what are you keying on, what are you looking for, and and how you are always getting yourself in position to make the right play?
1: So pre-snap, you always got to know the down the distance. You got to know the down the distance. So first and 10, third and short, I always look at the down the distance first. Look at the formation, check out the personnel, whatever personnel package they're in. And then when they come out in whatever formation or personnel package they're in, you look at the receiver splits, who's on, who's off the ball. Uh, like, did they move the outside receiver to the inside slot receiver? Uh, is, the back my, is the back on my side? Is he away from me? Because little things like that, like, if the back on my side, the run may not be coming my way. But if the back on the opposite side, the run may be coming my way. So I look at stuff like that. Um, how the line is set up, I really look at down the distance, the splits, and personnel formation.
0: Yeah, that's key because a lot of times you, it gives you, you know, as an offensive guy, we tend to tip off a lot of what we're going to do pre snap if, if you're mm-hmm. truly paying attention. Mm-hmm. And let's say, how, how does safety play kind of help you make help, help make you a better corner uh, based on what you, your experiences are?
1: Uh, because at safety, you really have to know the whole defense at safety. So, like, I say, I know, all right, this, this is where I need to help the corner at on this play. If you come inside, I got to help him inside. If you come outside, I know where I got to go when he releases outside. Or now I know where I got to fit at the linebacker spills or if he's an end setter, stuff like that. So, if I were to transition the corner, I would know that, Like, I would know where my health would be inside out, where, like, the run fits would be from the linebackers and the safety standpoint. So, like, I feel like I would still know the whole defense at corner, but just from a broader perspective since I've been at safety my last four years at Alabama State.
0: Speaking of Alabama State, I talked to your former teammate, Titus Howard, the other day at the Senior Uh, Bowl. He wishes wishes you well. He says you're his guy. So Uh, I I, I, I asked him the same question I, I asked you the same question I asked him. I think a lot of people underrate what you guys did in the SWAC as far as how the SWAC really helped prepare Mm -hmm. you for this opportunity because, Mm -hmm. again, you guys see a lot. From his perspective, you guys pass a lot, so he sees a lot of pass rush. From your perspective, guys in the SWAC pass a lot, so you see a lot of coverage. How has playing in the SWAC kind of helped prep you for the NFL?
1: Playing in the SWAC, like, the SWAC is a tough conference. I'm not going to lie. So, like, preparing in the SWAC, it just – it's going to help help me propel at the next level because a lot of good NFL players do come from the SWAT conferences. And just the fact that it's a premier passing league. So I look, I, I get past, like I learn new formations, new pass concepts every week, week in and week out from different teams. And the fact that like now in the SWAT, quarterbacks in the SWAT, they're running quarterbacks. You don't really see too much pocket passers in the SWAT. So now it's like a, like we, we basically game plan for dual threats every week, weekend, week out. So, like, just playing in the SWAT, uh, it, basically, like, because a, a lot of good, like, D1 single A, if they get in any trouble or anything like that, they come down to D1 double A. Most of them come to the SWAT schools. So just, like, preparing against them week in and week out and just up in my game and being, like, one of the key players on the SWAT, on the SWAT level should help me, like, on the next level, as in confidence-wise and playing-wise.
0: And your new head coach, Donald Hill Ealy, uh, just finished up his first season as the head coach, but he's been there for a minute. He he was a tremendous defensive back, and I know he's a great defensive coach, <laughs> a defensive uh-huh. teacher. Yeah. How has his um, uh, impact on your game kind of helped your development grow each and every year?
1: Coach Ely, he's a wonderful coach. Like, he's the coach you can ask for week in, week out. He's going to let you know what you need to do, what you shouldn't do, like what his perspective is on things like – He's not going to cut no corners at all. Like, he's really going to be 100 with you and truthful just for your, like, just for your sake, for, for you to be a better player weekend every day. So, Coach, Ealy, he helped me a lot, especially this past year, being the head coach of the team. Um, I looked up to him this past season because everything he told me, I took it in the hand and I took it in every Saturday and it helped me excel on the field. So, I appreciate him for that.
0: Let's break down your game, man. Let's give yourself. I'm gonna let you do your scouting report. Uh, let's take a look at what are your strengths. You believe. What are your areas of improvements, and where you feel as are you being critically underrated?
1: Uh, my strengths, I feel, is my length and my tackling. I'm a pretty good tackler. You know, I had 74 tackles this year.
0: Um, you know had- what's good about that number is the fact that 47 of those were solo stops. So it's not like yeah. the <laughs> You you do a good uh-huh. job at tackling. I give you that yeah. credit.
1: Yeah. So yeah, and a lot, exactly. A lot of them were solo tackles. So you know, I, I feel like I'm a good tackler in space. Um, I like my length. I can get my hands on receivers, like especially if I'm in press technique, get my hands on receivers real quick. Uh, what I I know what I need to work on a little bit is my man coverage, because in my defense we ran a four two five defense and we was mainly a cover three team. So at the safety standpoint, we didn't really run too much man. So I know that's what I need to work on in my area, especially if I feel like I'm going to be transitioning to a corner or nickelback, working my man coverage, especially at the next level because I know they run that a lot. And uh, what do I feel like people sleeping on me about is uh, – let me see. Oh, no, that's a good question because I don't really think about that. I really don't think about that. But I guess uh, I feel like I'm I'm a good ball player. Like I feel like I can compete with the best. Like, I feel like if you would put me next to somebody at, like, a bigger level or something like you wouldn't really be able to tell no difference between me or him. If, if that makes sense.
0: Definitely. that And that's how you are supposed to look at it. And mm-hmm. I have the unique advantage of seeing like NFL guys and, uh, FBS games and I call FCS games and division two games. So I'm able to see guys and how, okay, that guy can play at mm-hmm. that level. This guy is good at this level, but this guy is a pro player, you know? So mm-hmm. you t- you know, where guys can match up, and that's what instantly stood out to me about your game. Like, man, this dude's a Sunday player, just by how he moves and things that in that, that nature, you know, and, and seeing you play twice and then dive into your film, like, okay, it confirms everything I initially thought. And when you talk about thinking and, 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 uh, you know, uh, growing as a player or as a person, mm-hmm. we know football is one of those games that teaches you a lot. What would you say is the biggest thing football taught you?
1: It teaches you how to overcome adversity every day. In practice, you might have a bad practice, but you got to bounce back the next day. Uh, you might get beat on the plate in the game, a crucial moment, but you got to come back to the next play. So I feel like football taught me how to overcome adversity because you're going to have adverse situations every day regarding practice, games, film, study, anything. So I feel like that's how football helped me grow, just um, overcoming adverse situations at all times.
0: It also is one of those games that tests you mentally as far as how much you love it, you, and, right. you know, playing she ball in the that. South, you know, is those dog days where it's uh-huh. like 100 degrees. You're like, man, is it really worth it? But, <laughs> yeah. but you really have to love the game to gotcha. play it and to keep going. So what is it about the game you love the most?
1: I just, I've been playing since I was five, so it's like really one of the things that just kept me going throughout my whole life. Like football has just blessed me with many opportunities to travel the world, meet a lot of new people, get blessed with a scholarship to play at Alabama State University, and show my talents and get put an opportunity to be blessed and bless my family with whatever happens so that's why i just keep going every day just grinding every day because i know like brighter days will come but at the same time you gotta work hard for them brighter days it's like nothing will be handed to you so that's what i love about football
0: it definitely tests how bad you want it doesn't exactly.
1: it exactly it does it definitely does Because <laughs>
0: every day is a challenge man now uh-huh. People are going to listen to this podcast, and they're going to want to know more information about you. If you had to pinpoint, you know what, check out this game because this particular mm-hmm. game shows you everything you need to know about Karan Ramsey as a football player. What game would that be and why?
1: Uh, I would pinpoint the Auburn game, of course, because, you know, th- that at that time, they was ranked number seven in the country. So I feel like I had about five or six times that game. So I knew that was a big game for, like, me to show my talents especially playing the SEC school. That was my first time playing the SEC school. So I was like, that's a big opportunity to showcase my talents. So I'll, I'll say just watch the Auburn game or either the um, Alcorn State game. The Alcorn State game, the Alcorn team, they, they won the SWAT conference about five times in a row. And that game went into five overtime, So, And I had about ten titles that game. So I feel like if you want to watch and see how I play, it would be either the Auburn game or the Alcorn State game.
0: I love the yeah, fact that you picked those two games, man, because they bring two different unique styles to the table. It's not right. like your traditional sense. They challenge you both physically and mentally yeah. on the back end, man. So Definitely. good good choice right there. When, As we as we wrap up, man, I, I know right now you're training, you're, you're prepping for uh, the NFL pro days and things of that nature. Where are you training right now? Where can people follow your journey on social media?
1: Right now I'm in Tampa, Florida at D1 Sports. That's where I'm at right now. I've been here since the beginning of the uh, month. So, yeah, I'll be down here in Tampa for a minute until my pro day. And after my pro day, I'm going to come back down here and still continue to train so I can stay in top-notch shape and be in my P's and Q's for whenever that call comes. So that's where I'll be. I'll be down here in Tampa, Florida.
0: And where can people follow you on Twitter or Instagram or any – You can
1: follow me on Twitter at Ron Hendrix R-O-N-H-N-D-R-X-X. And on my Instagram, Ron.Hendrix, H-N-D-R-X-X. That's
0: dope, man. Well, Karine, listen, it was been, it's been a pleasure – Talking to you, appreciate, appreciate. watching you play at the at the at the two All Star games you were at December and January, man. And we wish you the best of luck moving forward, bro. Appreciate it.
1: I see you had, um interviewed my homeboy Bruce Anderson too. That's my roommate. We down here training together. Oh, well, snap! See, see how it all
0: works out, man. I interviewed, yeah, yeah I interviewed him yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. be sure to let him know he talked to the to playbook. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It, but it's <laughs> like that's it's funny how it's all connected, man. Like you're working out with guys that that are. That are going to be at the next level they can uh-huh. vouch for your game too right, right. so just keep going out there showing proving, man and i know it's gonna work out for you i've never seen hard work not work out and yes, talent always wins out in the end man
1: yes sir appreciate that appreciate that definitely